So we've been on break for a couple weeks. For me, it feels actually pretty good to be back here. I'm, I was really excited. Even last night, we had our high school program, and it felt nice to be back there going out doing stuff. So I am honestly kind of in the groove right now. I'm sure everybody's like, oh, man, school, that stinks. I don't want to go back to school. But I'm actually kind of excited. My classes start um, tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. So who – I just do a simple hand raise for this one. Who has heard of a mixtape? Who has heard of a mixtape? Okay, how many of you have actually handled and used a mixtape? Wow, I'm actually shocked. I got more hands. See, mixtapes, they're kind of in the name. It's a self-made cassette tape that has burned onto it a playlist of songs that you've made either for yourself or to give to somebody. This was popular in my parents' day, and I'm sure my parents made mixtapes for each other while they were dating in, like, eighth grade because my parents met in, like, sixth grade, and they've been married for, like, a long, long, long time. It's kind of crazy. So... This kind of works the same way in our modern age. We just have custom playlists. You know, like I can go into Apple Music and there's like a list of like Apple curated music. That's kind of like the modern version of a mixtape. It's just digitized. But a mixtape is kind of a way to get into somebody's heart, right? You know, if somebody's mixtape could contain a bunch of movie soundtracks or video game soundtracks. I'm not talking about myself when I say that. Another person's mixtape could have songs about, you know, like going through loss or grieving something. Another person's mixtape could have a lot of uh, Asian music in it. I'm not talking about Taylor. There could be songs about living on a ranch, a lot of country music. You know, that person could have grown up in the country. See, mixtapes and these custom playlists, it's a way for us to express who we are in music. It's a way for us to reveal some things about ourselves through song because music is a very personal thing. Now, what might be shocking, and now I know a lot of you know that this is a book in the Bible, but the book of Psalms, in a lot of ways, is God's mixtape. And everybody just went, oh my gosh, he said the name of the lesson. Oh my gosh, he said that's the important thing. Yeah, God's mixtape is the book of Psalms. When you read and when you sing and when you praise to the book of Psalms, you are inherently praising God. He, God is revealing aspects of himself to us in the book of Psalms through song. See, song and music isn't just something in the modern day. Apple did not invent music when they made the iPod. Song has been something that has been with us since creation because this is a way that God expresses his love, his mercy, his wisdom to us, and it can all be found in the book of Psalms. So we, now, the book of Psalms, there are actually five books in the book of Psalms, it's just considered one large book. And if we were going to read the entire book of Psalms, we would be here probably until like Friday afternoon. And I don't want to do that to everybody. So we're actually just going to take a look at one Psalm. And it's actually Psalm 1. Psalm 1 is not my favorite because it's the very first one. It's actually one of my favorite Psalms because it actually kind of sets the stage for the whole book of Psalms. But it also gives us a very simple and easy to take home truth. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about tonight. So if we get the next slide up, it should have, yep, there you go. So Psalm 1 is six verses long. It's not super long, and we're just going to read through it real quick. It says this, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. But not the wicked. They are like worthless, worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment, 
Sinners will have no place among the godly, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. That is the very first psalm in the book of Psalms. So this psalm outlines a very common theme that runs through the whole book. The difference between somebody who's wise in the Lord, somebody that has committed their life to God and following him, but then somebody who has not and lives by the world's ways, lives without God's law, without God's truth in his life. And throughout the entire rest of the book of the psalm, you will actually see this theme carried through, oftentimes in referencing God's people, not that they were godly, but that God's people were actually not following God's law and that they were considered the wicked people. A lot of the psalms sing about this. And a lot of the reason why Psalm 1 is my favorite is because it really does give this grand picture almost what you're entering into as you read the book of Psalms. So I want you guys to picture in your brain a person. Doesn't matter what they look like. Doesn't matter what. But picture that person. That person is wise in the Lord. This is a person that values God. This is a person that walks in his way. This is a person that knows his commandments, his rules, his love. This person knows and just enjoys and dwells in Jesus. This psalm is saying to us that this person is kind of like a tree. You know, this tree grows a lot of fruit. It's a bountiful tree. It's something that's great. You know, it's beautiful to look at. It's a wonderful thing. But then there's another person, the wicked, that this person doesn't have place among the godly people, does not follow God's law, does not follow Jesus, and is pretty much just off doing their own thing, not really up to much, and not really doing anything to help promote godly values in the world. Now, I don't want this to sound discouraging, but what God is essentially saying is, look, you're either with me and with myself, or you're not really doing anything. So if you want to go to the next slide for me, I got this little picture. So on the left-hand side, you have path of the godly. You know, you've got this beautiful sunset, this like beautiful wilderness. But on the other side, there's path of the wicked and it's pretty much destruction. You know, I, I personally, I would not want to be caught in that. That would hurt a lot if I was caught in that fire. So I don't want to end this talk on just being like, look guys, there's two ways. You're either wise and you're on the path of the godly or you're on the path of the wicked and, well, that stinks to be you. That's not what I'm saying. This is simply saying that you're either following God or you're not. But what I really want to emphasize here is that even for us, you know, even if we're like, oh, you know, like, you're like I've been going to church my whole life. You know, like, I know that Jesus guy. He's pretty awesome. I go to church on Sunday. This is great. Just because you do that doesn't mean you're on God's path. You know, this is something I've learned throughout my life is that, yes, even though I know Jesus is true, I know Jesus is real, I know that I believe in God and that the Bible is the truth, sometimes I find myself getting enticed going down that wicked path because there are temptations that lead me to think that being on the path of the wicked is actually better than God's path. And it's very easy for even God's people to kind of feel tempted to start going down this wicked path And this psalm acts as a reminder for me to always be reminding myself and always try to think, you know, like, even though I am a believer in Jesus, am I going down the wicked path or am am I on God's path? Because even though Israel was God's chosen people, a lot of the time in the psalms, 
you will see Israel, God's people, on the path of the wickedness. Even though God said, you know, hey, you're my people. I am calling you to be a great nation. I just need you guys to follow me. They're like, got it, God. I'm going to go over here, though. I'm going to go to these temptations. This sounds way better. You know, this psalm is telling us, look, don't just think because you believe in Jesus, that means that you're truly following him. Just because you've professed faith in Jesus, just because you go to church on Sunday mornings, just because you go to electric on Tuesdays, doesn't mean that you're on God's path. You could very well be going to church every single week, walking on this path of wickedness, and that's not going to get you to a good place. That's what this psalm is saying. But we can be thankful and know that just because we stray onto the path of the wicked for a little bit doesn't mean that God looks at us and just kicks us out and says, yep, you're out of my life. That's not what God is saying. God offers us a hand every moment, every day, every week, every year, our entire life. God is always offering his hand to us when we start treading down this path of wickedness to bring us back on God's path because that's just how much he loves us. God doesn't want to see us going down this path of wickedness and Psalm 1 is that reminder to us. It's that innate reminder that God loves us. And yes, these two paths are very real, but God wants to help us come off the path of wickedness onto God's path. And God just doesn't just drop us there. He will help guide us on his path every day, every moment. And in the inevitable times where we get tempted, where we start slipping in faith, where we're struggling because we're humans and we start moving back on that path of wickedness, God says, hold up. You're falling back on that path. Here, let me pull you out because when you're on that path, it's destruction. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt other people. But God says, I'm right here. I'm going to bring you back onto my path. And all you have to do is say, God, I want that. I want to be on your path. Help me come back on that. And that's what this psalm is saying. So if you're curious about the psalms, we're going to do another week in this series. It's going to be a super fun series. And I highly encourage you because we're not going to read all 150 something Psalms in this series. There's a lot of them. So if you're curious about the Psalms, I would go home and just start reading through them. It's a great book. And I think Psalm 1 is a super good introduction to the book, but also a really good reminder to us that there are two paths in life. You're either on God's path or you're on the path of the wicked, but God wants and he invites you every day to come back on his path. So with that being said, we're going to break into our small groups now. Um, leaders.